Blog Talk Radio. Uh, yeah, so we're going to talk a little bit about her as well. 
Uh, and of course, the Nike boycott, which is strictly, totally dumb. You know, uh, uh, it, it's interesting. <laughs> You know, uh, what they should have been boycotting years ago, they didn't. So now they want to boycott, you know, this, this ad with Colin Kaepernick. It's just stupid. But we'll talk, get into that a little bit um, a little bit as we go as well. And then, of course, for those that don't know, on Thursday, you're going to be receiving a, a special emergency broadcasting test from the Mr. Smith uh, done by the Trump administration. So don't get upset. It's a test. That's all this is. It's just a test. So you won't have the same thing that happened to Hawaii. Y'all remember that? <laughs> when they had that, the guy hit the wrong button when it was supposed to be a test, but he hit the wrong button and it said missiles were headed toward Hawaii, and everybody was freaking out and panicking. Yeah, that kind of test, without all the extra drama, of course. So we're going to talk a little bit about that and make sure you are aware of it so when it pops up on your cell phone, you won't go running into walls or what have you, jumping off cliffs, okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, there's a school. We we on a corporate punishment kick again. There's a school, uh, charter school in Georgia, that that is considering bringing back corporate punishment. And they got an interesting look at it, but we'll see how that. We'll talk a little bit about that as well, and plus whatever else jump in our mind because we have so much time. Uh, we're just gonna roll it as it comes. Yeah, we're just gonna deal with it as it comes. Uh, my black history person for today is going to be Stefan Marbury. Some of y'all know who that is, and most of you don't. But uh, if you followed the NBA back in the 80s and 90s, you know who Stefan Marbury is. We're going to talk a little bit about him. That's our black history person, and Pete going to bring you um, some great information on him and the wonderful things he's doing. Okay? All right, so with all that being said, now let's, let me tell you how you be a part of the show, because we do encourage you to call in to log into the chat room, shoot us emails, however you want to talk to us during the show, after the show and before the show. Okay? So the easiest way, call into the show. If you want to participate, comment on something that we have going on in the show, it's simple. Call me, 347-838-8622. Just that simple. 347-838-8622. All right? Press the one on your keypad if you want to add a comment or, you know, say something. And hey, we'll bring you in, hear what you have to say, and we go on from there. All right, chat room is open, so you can always log into the chat room with a username. That way you'll be able to type in the chat room and respond to any questions or ask any questions you may have there for those that cannot, you know, maybe on the minutes program with your cell phones, so you can't do that, but... You can text or what have you, and that's www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Mr. Talk. All right? So the chat room is open, and uh, you can go ahead and contact us that way. Uh, emails. You can shoot us an email, as I said, before the show, during the show, after the show. We'll respond back to them. Promise you that. Okay? And my email is Eric Let's L-E-T-S, talk at gmail.com. P. Ross is P. Leona, L E O N A, dot Ross 24 at gmail.com. Okay? Uh, the website is updated. That's right, it's updated. Ta da! We're new stuff, and a lot of the stuff that we're talking about here today, we have videos and things on the website, uh, give you a little bit more information. So you can go drop by there as well and check that out. And there is a contact form on there as well. 
if you want to leave us a comment. I mean, we have blogs on there. We have um, the poems that P. Ross does on the show. We put those on there as well. So go and check it out. It's really a good thing, a good thing going on. Okay, and that's www.ericletstalk.com. All right, ericletstalk.com. All right, so those are all the ways you can participate on the show. And as I said before, we do look forward to hearing from each and every one of you because you are the bomb diggity, baby. <laughs> yes, sir, buddy. All right, now, before we go any further and we get to the song for the day, which I haven't decided what I'm going to play yet, but we're going to play something. Uh, anyway, let me go ahead. Wait a minute before I do that. <laughs> I have to be careful sometimes. I get ahead of myself, y'all, because I be so excited about talking to y'all. Sometimes I just get beyond myself, and I, I be wanting to ride hard and fast. But, you know, sometimes it's good just to take your time and move nice and easy, nice and slow. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you make some things go a little bit smoother that way. All right? <laughs> and for you dirty-minded individuals, get your mind out the gutter, you dirty individuals. But anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about slowing down. Sometimes your mind just runs uh, faster than anything else. <laughs> All right, so anyway, <laughs> you know, whoo, as I say, sometimes, you know, it just, just drives, just get, just make yourself laugh. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's okay to be crazy sometimes, y'all. Y'all know that. Sometimes it's okay to, to, to laugh at you. I tell y'all this all the time. It's all, time. It's all right to laugh at yourself. Yeah, it's okay to talk to yourself. It's even sometimes okay to answer yourself. That's right. A lot of times it keeps you from hurting people. <laughs> no, that's all I got to say. But anyway, enough of my jaw jacket because that's what I like to do. We're going to go on and bring you the song of the day. And you've heard it here before. But I think some of you feel the same way when you hear a lot of stuff going on in, in the government today. You know, you, you, the first thing you want to say is, uh, <laughs> yeah. So sometimes you just want to say, "Hail to the no, no, to the no, no, no." So without further ado, here's Bishop, the Bishop himself, Bishop Bo Winkle, and hail to the no, no, to the no, no, no. See y'all right after the music. Enjoy, it, baby. Back in the kitchen, cause the wind gets blue and needy. 
collard greens and cornbread rice. Chicken breast, oxtails on the side. That's what I'm talking Deacon about. Deacon Underwood, get my fifty ready. Cause when it gets through, and he rides. Come on! Dr. West, count the money, count the money. Come back and tell us what you raised. We ain't gonna find another Deacon. I got some people there looking for some best. First, God's got to get the praise. Come on, y'all. See, there's an old saying. When the praises go up, you get the blessing coming down. I got some people in the church, God Almighty, look at them, they mess around. Come on, come on. Hell no, till the no, no, no. I got people in the church smoking weed, drinking whiskey, they drinking a lot of gin. What you say? I got the preacher with the night prayer meetings all about ten or in the amen. Early Sunday morning, about a quarter and a half past ten. Yeah. I got some people they coming off the street, God Almighty, look at them, they strolling in. They need help. They land at the altar, they confess the sin, their sin. Come on, wait. Time is here Monday morning. They doing the same thing again. Hypocrite, hypocrite. Hell no. Come on. Till the no, no, no. Especially when you look at what's going on in this world today, that's one of the first things you want to say. Hell 
Then uh, he was an uh, NBA All-Star in 2001 and 2003. He was voted into the um, All-NBA third team in 2000 and 2003. After that, he played in the Chinese Basketball Association from 2010 to this current year. During that time, he won three um, China Basketball Association championships with the Beijing Ducks in 2012, 2014, and 2015. Now, that's just his his basketball career. Now, um, that has, that's nothing to say about uh, his philanthropy, okay? <laughs> and we want to talk about philanthropy because we recognize all that um, – Kaepernick is doing, but this is a man who left the United States, went over to China, you know, started some organization. Um, once he he got over there, a lot of things which he was not able to do here in the United States for for one reason or another. Um, in two thousand and one, here in the U.S., he donated two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Uh, from the, you know, from his Pepsi sponsorship to help the victims of the September 11th, um, 9-11 attack. 2005, he donated over $500,000 um, and then another $1 million to the victims of Hurricane Katrina. Uh, 2007, he donated $4 million to New York City, a million to each, where that was $1 million each to the NYPD, the fire department, the EMT, and the New York City Teachers Fund. In 2014, he was named one of the top 10 model citizens in Beijing due to his commitment to the Beijing community and the charity work he provided for it. He became the first international citizen ever to earn such an honor since its inception by the Beijing Government. He also received his um, a green card in China. The only, the first and only African American, as these are only awarded to very few people to actually have uh, a Chinese citizenship. Furthermore, in 2006, he partnered with Stephen Berries to promote a line of shoes and clothing bearing his name, Starberry. Um, which the line of shoes that he endorsed because he wanted them to be affordable for everybody, they only sold for $14.98. He stated that the reason for doing this was to provide kids a way to get fashionable basketball shoes for a reasonable price and also to avoid the problem of having expensive shoes that are the target of theft. You know, he was not paid to endorse the shoes, but was compensated based on the sales of the shoes. Since then, but not due to uh, any business with Marbury, uh, Stephen Berry filed for bankruptcy and they closed all of their stores. Shortly after uh, Stephen Berry's closed, Marbury opened up Starberry.com. He would not be defeated. He wanted the kids to have shoes. That was his purpose. And he expanded his product line through a partnership with Amazon.com. So 
he the shoes are still available. You can still buy those shoes. Starboard he has also announced plans to open dozens of stores and distributorship to start a distributorship in China. He also expressed uh, back in May 2017 an interest in helping Big Baller brand partner with a Chinese sports apparel company. So those are the things that he has underway off court. You know, um, and his entrepreneurial skills as well as his philanthropy um, contributions outside of the court. So a little-known name that should be known because he's doing great things, albeit, you know, he's no longer over here, but, hey, he's having some great success over there. So you never let, you know, that just goes to show you never let your dream die. You can't get it done one place. Hey, got to open the door somewhere else. You just got to, you got to be, you know, you just got to have the tenacity to keep going and not give up. So that's Stefan Marbury. You can look him up. If you want uh, any other information, his stats and all of that, they are online. All that's right. Current and that's last that's, moment. Uh, yeah, Stefan Marbury. Stefan. And, uh, yeah, I remember watching the boy play. The boy could play. He really good. Now, I actually had a pair of shoes. Yeah, I did. I had a pair of shoes. The shoes weren't that bad either, believe it or not. <laughs> they were not that bad. You know, they were. Compared to some of the others, those are some shacks. Yeah. I think well, my birds were better than the shacks, though. But, you know, and, and, you know, one of the other things that I don't think Pete mentioned was Stephon Merberry. The Chinese built a statue like Michael Jordan got one in in in, in Chicago. Uh, 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 what's the boy Marbury? He has one in China just like it. Ain't that something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That 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 is amazing. But okay, thank you, ma'am. I do appreciate yeah, yeah. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh Lord, what's the name of the shoes again? Marbury. Starberry. Starberry. Huh? Starberry. Starberry, yep. S-T-A-R-B-U-R-Y, right? No, B-G, yes. Berry, B-R-Y. B-U-R-Y, Starberry, yeah. yeah. Like his last, Starberry. Like his last name, Marbury, only with an S-T in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I forgot the name of the store. I used to buy, I bought mine. I know I bought them out of uh, Walmart at one time, but there's another store mm-hmm. they were sold Um. I can't think of the name of them, but it's okay. I'll get the name of the store for you. I've been trying to remember the store name all day, and I just can't remember for some reason. Uh, but, all right, thank you. Thank you, ma'am. I do appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. And that was your black black history person. See, black history, all these people don't have to be, all of them don't have to be dead, y'all. You know what I mean? They don't have to be dead. It's okay if they're walking around still living today. Heck no! I mean, you could be part of, you could be a Black History person, because every day you live and breathe, you're making history, whether it's good or bad, or just in the middle, you're still making history, as we all are. So you know, it's all good in the neighborhood. Okay. So with that, all that being said, okay, am I am I hearing noises again? God dang it! I told them people to leave me alone. Hold on, y'all. I got to go inside my head. Tell these folks shut up. I'm doing a show right now. All right, hold on. All right, I'm back. <laughs> you know, sometimes the people in my head get 
don't want to talk to me when I'm doing the show. All right. Anyway, so we back right now. Uh, let's talk about this. This um, it's like a twofold thing: Nike, Serena Williams, and the U.S. Open. Uh, you know, it's interesting because everybody is just uh, you know the the, the anti Nike crowd uh, is really uh, concentrating on Colin Kaepernick. You know, and um, but there's others a part of this campaign: LeBron James. Odell Beckham Jr., Shaquem Griffin, which I know a lot of y'all don't know. He's out of Central Florida. He's, he plays for the Seattle Seahawks. Actually, you can watch him play tonight. He has um, one hand. You know, he had the other amputated when he was a kid because it bothered him so much. He had some um, defect, and it bothered him so much, he told his, um, his mom to go ahead and cut his hand off. So, regard, needless to say, he plays in the NFL right now with the Seattle Seahawks, and he plays on the same team as his twin brother. He's a part of the campaign. And Lacey Baker. Now, the interesting thing about Lacey Baker is she's a white girl. That's right. She's a white girl, y'all, and she's a skateboarder. But you don't hear nobody talking about boycotting them or her, but, you know, they, they want to get at uh, um, Colin Kaepernick, right? And then, of course, with Serena's, as they say, quote unquote, outburst at the U.S. Open, it's amazing that no matter what shot they showed, they made sure they showed that Nike symbol on her chest. And lovely chest it is, but that's beside the point. Um, and uh, <laughs> did I just say that out loud? But anyway, um, so needless to say, you know, you can you can say. Was the the, the 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 chair referee? Was he a part of a conspiracy? Because um, Serena is also a part of this Nike campaign, and she has made no 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 bones about it that she support Colin Kaepernick. Okay, um, Serena has had a history every time she played against the, in the U.S. Open, where there's been some some type of controversy uh, throughout the years. Okay. Uh, now, let's have no mistake about it. In 1999, 2002, 2008, 2012, 13, and 14, Serena was crowned the U.S. Open champion. Okay, so regardless of what they tried to Okay, now, these, these calls were so atrocious. See, I got that from P. Ross, y'all. That's not my ninth grade education. That's P. Ross teaching me a couple of words. But anyway, um, <laughs> the calls were so atrocious, uh, the judge was actually dismissed from the tournament. Okay, that's 2004. And it, I don't know how many, how old a lot of y'all are listening, but some of us remember Jennifer Capriotti, and at the time, she was the quote-unquote golden girl of tennis, all right? And, and, of course, Serena was up and coming in, and there were some issues going on, so, yeah. Um, in 2009, she was disqualified after a dispute with a linesman, and, of course, she got charged with racket abuse. Uh, 2011, she was assessed a point for yelling during a match, and I, I remember that controversy right there because at one point, the opponents were saying, now, you know how they hit the ball and they grunt and yell? 
Well, for a while, a long time, opponents actually said that that was distracting, you know, and they didn't like it, and they really did try and get rid of that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so you have to remember that as well. Um, and don't forget, that's not really talking about the cat suit. Which I love the cat suit myself. I'm just saying, in my opinion, that's the best outfit there ever was in tennis. But they complained about that. <laughs> you know, uh, even though she was wearing it to to, to prevent blood clots. Okay. <laughs> but of course, when you have a, a, a woman with such a well-rounded figure. You know, of course, those that don't have that type of figure are going to find issue with it. That's my my thinking. But it, it goes to show that this is not the first time that Serena has had issue with the the, the judging of um, her play at the U.S. Open. Okay, or or her sister Venus. All right. Now, so is is it? I've heard a lot of people, you know, some some say, well, you know, it's Serena's fault. She should have known better. Others say, well, you know, it, it's a double standard. But the bottom line is, you know, uh, could this be viewed as it, it, it's wrong in both ways? The judge shouldn't act the way he did, but in this case, Serena maybe should have handled it a little bit better. Or a third option. Was all this an attack on Serena uh, slash Nike because of her affiliation with Colin Kaepernick and the Nike campaign? So those those are the questions I'm posing here uh, when we talk about Serena, Nike, the U.S. Open. Because it's interesting. You have to look at it and more than just the judge was wrong. Because you have to really sit back. And I tell you, I try to look at every angle of it. And maybe Serena did overact a little bit. But then again, her character says, and mine would be the same, you calling me a cheat, and I know I'm not cheating, hey, hey, that, that's going to upset me a little bit. You know, and I went back and watched the match after all that took place, and it seemed like Serena was playing, but she really wasn't playing any longer, if you understand what I'm saying. Because I think it really upset her that her quote unquote character was questioned as far as being called a cheat. But then again, this is just my opinion. So I'm going to bring my, my educated one, co host, in. Ross, talk to me. I see you, Triple One. I'll get to you in a minute. Ross, talk to me. What you think about it? So I know you got it. What I think about uh, what her or the ump, for the ump's point of view, because she called the ump a thief, because he took her points away. Uh-uh. Why? Because 
um, it's the same game. It's the same game. You know? But the arrows are different. I don't care about the arrow being different. The mentality hasn't changed. The mentality hasn't changed. Even even women coming up, you know, and supporting her, who were back in in back then in the day, saying that okay, y'all say they were there. Who better to speak about it? Who better to say when you making a comparison from the women who were there then, and the same things which happened to them is now happening to her, only now it just seems more blatant because back then a lot of the things that happened, they really weren't, you know, exposed, so to speak, as they are now. See, that's the only difference. Mm. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. That's the only difference. Because you have to think, back then, the tennis tennis period was dominated by majority of men. The only one you maybe you had was but, Chris but, Everett, Navratilova, who wanted to be right. a man. Um, oh, shut up! But <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. Let's be honest here. That, that's right. You know, so you know, it, it was it was actually it was actually dominated by men. So I mean, let's be real with Venus. And Serena came along. They had never seen two women as athletic and strong and powerful as those two. So you know, and, and there there have been reports, and there there have been uh, news articles done where a lot of the um, opponents were actually intimidated when they walked into the to the to the um, locker rooms and stuff. They were intimidated by those those girls. Well, that- that's that's their own, you know, personal and inferiority complex. If you're good, you're just good. What are you intimidated for? Now, if you remember back in um, whatever year it was, I don't remember, but the um, because they boycotted Indian Wales for 14 years. They just well, it was 15 years that they just you know started going back. Because they were booed coming into the stadium. Her and her dad was walking down the steps to get to the court, and people are booing them only because and she's a teenager. Okay, she's a teenager. What's at Indian Wells? Indian, Indian Wells Open. Indian Wells Open. That Where's was that a tennis the, the William the the the, the Williams sisters um, boycotted. Um, until I think it was just this year or last year. Uh, let me mm-hmm. see, because I know it's been. Um, uh, I know it's been. They said fourteen years, but it's in California. Okay, that's where okay. it was in California. Mm-hmm. They and they boycotted okay. that because of the racism, the racial slurs. They were calling. They were walking down to get to the tennis court. People are booing, calling them names. You know, racist names and stuff, and these are teenagers. How are you intimidated by a 16, 17-year-old or whatever age they were? How are you intimidated by them? No, it, it, it's not a, a, a thing of, I, I want to say, of, of being intimidated in so much as to say, know your place, you don't belong here. Hmm. Okay. And, 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 and with the... And and you know this is this is just my opinion. 
and, and, and with the aura, the atmosphere of what's going on now, which is being, you know, perpetuated, you know, by the leaders of, of the free world, you know, we, you know, people feel free to voice, you know, their patriotism now, as they're calling it. See, so, so if you're doing something that we don't think that you're supposed to be in a place thereof, then, hey, we have the right now, and we think that we have the support to do so. Why else would you feel like you would have to referees want to boycott her? Yes, she could have acted or displayed or carried herself a little bit more professionally, as they would say, politically and politically right. correct. But after all these years of being subjected to the same type of treatment, you're entitled to a little outburst. You get sick and tired of that day in and day out. And these are only the things that we know about. These are only the things that made it to the media. See, that, but would you? Would, but, all, but would you say? After all, would, would you, go ahead. Well, what? No, go ahead. No, I would say. Would you say that even though that is that may be the case, uh, this may be a, a byproduct also uh, of the Nike ad campaign. Oh well, definitely. It's definitely that. It all ties into each other. It all ties into each other because how dare you support okay. him? Yeah, it all uh, ties okay. into each other. You know, with that same underlying, you know, that same underlying divisive tone. How dare you bring up the injustice? How dare you put that back in our in 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 our face? We're trying to sweep that under the carpet and not deal with it. And you keep bringing it front and center on a national and now. An international platform. No, you have no. You you literally have no right to do that. So we got we got to stop you in your track. We got to stop you now and let you know that hey, you know, we're we're you you, you you're you're subject, okay, to to, to the law. Yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. You know, see. <laughs> All right. In, in other words, know thy place. We done told you once. Now we're going to show you, right? I.E. Uh, exactly. um, Bill Cosby. All right, we, we got a call on the line here, so let's bring this call in real quick. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. You got Mr. Talking. Yes, Who am I speaking with? And what you got for me? Yes, Mr. Touch, my friend. How are you? This is Mike from Pfizer. Singapore. Mike, what? Yes. Mike in Singapore? You, you calling yes, me from sir. Singapore? Yes, oh, sir. Right, right. Yes. Uh, my oh, friend, I haven't talked to you for a long time. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, racism know. is, that's why, you know, is uh, genocide. And uh, that uh, um, gentleman that uh, was killed by this fascist police of Dallas, uh, that uh, she went, uh, she said, oh, I, am, I think that this is my home and uh, shoot at this gentleman is nothing but just crook and criminals. She must be, have life in prison and uh, because this uh, lady, she is already... Say they said she was working 16 hours. 
for a cop to work 16 hours, maybe 12 hours, but I never heard of it 16 hours. But even if he says 16 hours, she was this, uh, she was, uh, of course, the way you look her eyes, she was depressed woman. She was, uh, you know, uh, uh, she had a lot of issues. We don't know on how, uh, how many medication she was uh, prior to this uh, act. So, you know, uh, we, I can blame some of it on the drugs that she was on and some of it because of, uh, you know, just uh, she she's saying bullshit lies in front of everybody. Yeah, first of all, you knock. I mean, she she was supposed to be on the second or the first floor, and I still I'm not sure which one was belonged to her. And then she she was on the third floor, and then uh, we keep getting some information that there was loud noises or something coming from that apartment. She went to check out, blah blah blah, and it's, it's still everything is sketchy, but still I don't believe that they, uh, she was a cold-blooded murder. And as long as we have this racism in the United States, there will be more genocide, and racism is genocide, and we must eradicate racism from the uh, face of planet, including North America. Go ahead, please, my friend. I'm going to let my co-host tackle that one first. Go ahead, P. Okay, we're talking about the John Botham, uh, Botham John. Yeah, down the down. Um, yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I just think uh, about that. There's a lot more to that um, than than what uh, 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 we've been told um, because it, it, it's pretty strange as far as uh, everything that, that I've read about it. Um, they, his sisters are saying, yeah, you would have known that wasn't, you know, his apartment, her apartment, because he always had a red carpet in the front. Some people are saying that um, they heard her banging on the door, um, open the door and all of this. She says that the door was ajar, the apartment was dark. Uh, it, the, the whole thing just sounds um, unbelievable on, 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 fishy. on both accounts. Fishy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So until we actually get down to to the to the truth of the matter, um, I mean, who who's to say? Granted, you know, she she shouldn't have shot the man. Bottom line, <laughs> you know, he wasn't a threat to her, or, you know, or any of that. She, you know, she really didn't have a a, a reason to 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 shoot him. Now, why? My question, and and maybe it's it's, it's it's sexism. You can call it what you want to. Um, all of the male officers got off with saying, "Okay, yeah, they justified or whatever." Now this woman, they want her to get the death penalty. They want her to die. I don't know if she has a family, she has kids, or whatever. I don't I don't know. Um, but you know, I I I don't understand that 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 aspect of it is why the cry is for her all of a sudden uh, be charged uh, with murder, be locked up, you know, um, and all of that. Of course, now if she just blatantly lied, yeah, you gotta you gotta pay the price for for that. But as I said, we don't know, we don't know. But then at the same time, you know. Murder versus manslaughter. 
Now, if you if you say she's on she's on antidepressants and all of this stuff, my my thought on that is if she's that dysfunctional, she shouldn't have had a gun. They should have put her on death. Exactly. They should have gave her a leave of absence. You know, you don't Absolutely. let somebody go out there, you know, and work under the influence because their judgment is going to be off. You know, we don't know if this female was hallucinating or what. You know, right. so so it, 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 that's the case, and her employer knew that. The police department knew that. Her superiors knew that. Then there's some liability that lies with the commanding officer as well. Absolutely. But like I said, we don't know the whole story. You know. Okay. Uh, All right. So, so now, now what, what, what we what we have going on right now in Dallas, we have once again claims of um, uh, uh, racism, police brutality, whatever you want to call it, because this white woman went into this black guy's apartment, African, whatever you want to call him, and shot and killed him. Okay. Now, uh, Mike, Mike has mentioned she's been on. She may she it may have been the drug she was on. Or it may be in the hours that she worked. Yeah, that's hell to the now, now, to the now, now, to the now, now, now. That ain't got nothing to do with all any of that. Look, she shot the guy. They were in a relationship one time or another, and apparently uh, she got upset. Because you just don't walk randomly up to anybody's door, put a key, in, key card in the door, and the dang old door open, and you walk into that apartment. I don't care how drugged out you are. Come on, y'all. Let's look at it was. Then, to top it off, there's actually pictures of her with the guy and two other white females. So could this have been a relationship gone bad and she figured that she could use her position as a police officer to get away killing this guy and make it seem like she made a mistake? Heck, why not? All All the officers get away with it. But the only problem was she's a woman, okay? Hey, and and as, far as, as far as they're concerned, the women standards don't, don't apply to them. So, of course, the, 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 the blue code, they're going to try and protect her as much as they can. But if you continuously have witnesses come forth telling a different story than what she's telling, and, of course, it doesn't add up because once you walk into anywhere, you recognize whether it's your furniture or not. Okay, you know this. You know you don't live with a big black man. Come on. So, yes, yes. No, I'm not buying. I, I, I'm not buying that. And of course, you know the the, the black community, we gonna get up in arms about it because yeah, it's a white woman killing a black guy. Okay, fine. Woo 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 woo. But in the same token, they missing <laughs> they missing the big picture here. They they really are. Absolutely. And the big picture is this is this was not a case of racism, okay? It, it was not. It was something else. However, as long as the news media can twist it and spin it to make it sound like racism, it, it continues to, to, to feed the fire that, that, that this country uh, continues to have as far as division. And that's sometimes why we have to step back. And, and, and instead of jumping to conclusions from the beginning, we have to step back and let it play out and see exactly what happens. Now, during the football game yesterday or Saturday, whatever, you had them walking down and down the street with caskets, coffins, two empty coffins, because another guy was killed as well in Dallas. That's fine and dandy, but that is not going to solve the issue. Or, or whatever it is, 
That's not going to solve the mm. issue of division in this country or even in our neighborhoods, which we, we no longer have. So that's why I'm saying, you know, it's easy to say, well, it's the medication, it was this, it was that, it was that. No, basically, this was a relationship gone bad. That's the way I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Because uh, from all the evidence that I've read and, and heard and seen, that's what it looks like to me. Go ahead, Mike. Yes, I appreciate you, Mr. Uh, Tuck, and all your uh, people that are on the line as well. Uh, there was another piece of information that they said that he had marijuana. I strongly believe that the uh, police, they came uh, when they come to take him to hospital or et cetera, because we have videos of her. She was walking and talking to the, uh, you know, head of the police department to say, what the hell I we have to do? And they said, don't worry, we will plan marijuana on, uh, on him and say that he, he was on marijuana too. So, so you get lesser charges or something. But uh, I'm sure you're aware of that. I mean, yes, whatever it is, I think, uh, yeah, very possibility uh, a relationship went go bad. And, but, but she was, I mean, believe it or not, she was so ugly. I don't know. I, I would not even talk to her. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm from Singapore. I would not even talk to her. I, she comes, I don't even look at it. She's so ugly. <laughs> You know what, Mike? You're so my wrong dear. for that, Mike. Oh, you're wrong for that, Mike. And you know, makeup can hide anything these days. I, I, I'm just gonna <laughs> put it out there. Makeup can hide anything. I mean, look at Kellyanne Skeletor Conway. Worked for the administration. You know, they, that's the only one I know that don't have. They don't have enough makeup to hide her ugliness. But anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, let me let me go back. I'm not <laughs> See, Mikey, I'm going the wrong way. But um, I mean, and she had the tattoos. You know, who who? I mean, I, I would not even touch you. She's the well, well, I, I would well Mike, you know, yeah, I mean, you know, to each his own, to each his own. But you know, back back to the yeah. back, there were actually there was actually some police gear actually found in his apartment as well. So once again, that signals that this was this was more than just a platonic relationship, uh, you know. Um, so I, I still say it was a, a relationship gone bad. Uh, yeah, she 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 planned anything is possible now whether. Yeah. Now, now, whether whether you know, and whether they planted marijuana in or not, it, it it really is irrelevant because once the autopsy come back and they do the talk screen or what have you, I if he wasn't doing it, it's not going to be in the system. And you could tell that something has been just placed in the system, or he's been actually partaking in it for a, a particular period of time. So I mean, that's a misnomer. And let's be honest, marijuana these days is not that a bigger thing. It's really not. Of I course, mean, it's legal anyway. Most in prison, a lot of folks. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah. marijuana is not that that big of an uh, uh, issue in in, in this yeah. situation. But thanks, Mike. Is there anything else you want to talk about before we move on? Uh, uh, are you asking me? Or yeah, I'm asking you. You might. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh yes, yes, sir. yeah, yeah, yeah. My friend, yeah, yeah. You know about. Uh, Basically, as long as uh, we have racism, prejudices uh, in the United States of America and North America and around the globe, you know, we will have more bloodshed in the streets of uh, North America. And, you know, this, we have to resolve it for the sake of humanity once forever. And right now, I am talking to you 
we have a, a couple of uh, beautiful ladies as well uh, here uh, we are talking and uh, we have talked with a spirit of love and harmony and peace so if we can keep continue to do that in the larger scale then we can make any country more beautiful than what it is go ahead please oh my that, that almost brought a tear to my eye you know uh that, that almost brought a tear to my eye but you know what mike that's not going to happen it's not going to happen. But we have to make because it happen, it's, it's, my friend, because, because it's Singapore. Well, you know what, Mike? Let's, let's, okay, let's look at this realistically. If, if that was going to happen, I think it would have happened by now. And, and see, here's, here's, here's the issue with everybody loving each other. Uh, you know, it, well, when there's not anything, crisis, some type of crisis going on. Well, I, I changed that, Mike. It is possible. It is possible. You said you in Singapore, so I'm gonna show you. I'm gonna tell you where it's possible at. Well, we witness it on a on constantly, but really do do not pay it any attention because it's so normal to be together in certain spots, but to be against each other. The same people that side by side at a football, basketball, baseball game, rooting for the same team. Once they leave that stadium, they're against each other because why? You you right. you are different religion. You're a different color. You're a different political party. So I, I, I'm changing it and saying, okay, it can't be done. But the way the way we have been conditioned and and, and, and taught, we're not taught to be together on on a on a constant basis. Uh, now we're taught to be together in yeah. case of a crisis. Or, or we root for the same team, or we in the same church. And, and honestly, even in the same church, everybody's not on the same sheet of paper. I'm just going to put it that way. Um, but it can be done, but it's not going to happen anytime soon because of the, the, the division that is constantly put forth in this country and around the world, basically, uh, it's not meant for, for it to be cohesiveness. It's not. I mean, if you, you see, really look at the, all the different religions, of different religions, they have the same, basically the same thing. There's a deity that they all worship. Now, they all got different ways of looking at it or different philosophies, but they basically all say, well, there's somebody up there besides maybe the Buddhist or the Hindu or what have you. But other than that, everybody's on the same thing, okay? The, what, you got Russia. You got North Korea. You got all them. What do they do? They're trying to protect oil. What the United States doing? Trying to take your oil. But we all trying to depend on the same thing. So why can't we get together and share it all? Because that is not the way the European has set up this system to work. Just like our political it, system. It's not set up for it to work. It's set up to always be divisive and chaotic. And until we realize that and decide we're no longer going to fall into that, that narrative or follow that narrative to where I got to be a Republican, you got to be a Democrat or a Libertarian or uh, Independent, and that's the way I'm going to vote. No, it's always going to be divisiveness, and, and, and there's nothing that's going to be, be able to be done about it. Now, that's my you opinion, see, of course. Yes, yes, yes. But as long as we let them to divide and conquer us, yes, they rule us, they uh, uh, yeah, make us to, f- to fight to fight with the others, and it's... 
uh, to fight with each other, etc. And but we should mm-hmm. not let them to uh, divide us and conquer. And and uh, you know, in Singapore we have a black uh, American, my friend. We have a white American. We have uh, all kind of American here. When we see each other, we hug each other. Say, hey, what's I? You know, we once we are outside the United States, we miss each other. So, but once we are inside this country, we don't miss each other. That's the problem because we don't appreciate each other. Maybe uh, over there in in any other country, uh, whether uh, India, China, you know, we have a very great hospital in China is made in USA, and all the people pretty much are U.S. Uh, and Canadian doctors working there. But anyway, uh, I mean, over there, it's is people so much. Very good, upbeat, helping each other anyway, you know. But but here on the United States, we don't, I think, appreciate each other's company anymore. Okay, you are, uh, first of all, we have to take the black, white, yellow out of vocabulary. I'm sorry when I still I use it, but by design, you know, because they put it on my mm-hmm. brain. White, black, yellow, etc. But but we are one human race in in conclusion. And yes, we have a different opinions, but still we can come together as one family. I mean that's fine. You're Democrat, you're Republican, you're uh, either you love Trump or you hate Trump. It, it doesn't matter, you know. But we should not fight with each other, you know, uh, like that because the uh, negative energy. We fight with each other, the our country falls falls apart. Go ahead, please. Hmm. Where you at, Pete? Okay. Oh, yes, I'm here. Okay. You want to respond to that? Uh, You know, it's... it's, Excuse me. We know, you know, as long as this country, I just talk about this country, the only country I live in, you know, has been in existence, there, there has always been division. As far as we know, it will always be division. The first thing, like he said, he brought it back, you know, when we have to define who we are by race, whatever form we fill out, applying for a job. This is what they they, they ask you to, to label you or to, to put you in this category or, or that category. You can say, okay, I prefer not to answer. Now, you know, within the last five, six years, you know, maybe I'll go back as far as 10 years as far as you don't, you know, if you don't want to answer that. But be, be, before that, you didn't have a choice. You had to stipulate what race you were, you know. So however however they they utilize that information, it's there. I don't, I don't, I don't see that, I don't see that going away. And as long as that tool are, it is in existence. As long as they're they're using that for quotas, for demographics, even down to 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 where you live, what goes in your neighborhood, where you shop, all of that, you know, as, as we look at that, we can see the divisiveness. I mean, so when we're talking about answers, when we're talking about changes, you know, if the system doesn't change, what can the people do to change? That's the biggest question. Mm-hmm. So how, how about, do you, you know oh, yeah, how, how 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 do how do you get past all of that you know and it's been questions and and I agree with Mr. Chalk you know we've been talking about the unity thing you know 
for for forever. But whenever leaders rise up in, in, in this country, strong leaders who, who really can possibly get the job done, they're assassinated, killed, you know, claim to be terrorists, you know, they're basically eliminated, which puts a fear in anyone else coming behind them to really rise up to really make a change. Because what they do is they 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 they, they say they're they're speaking for their people, they're speaking for their race or whatever, but at 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 the same time they're working behind the scenes with the enemy. They're just puppets to perpetuate the same agenda. In other words, as as we'll get to later on, um, um, the one lady talking about there are people who like to be controlled. How, how can you possibly say that? You know, and and it lends credence to that when you when you look at it like that. Hmm. So then, that that how how do you come how? to 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 uh, uh, invoke or evoke a viable change? In a nation that is is is, is so deep rooted, you know, in things as they mm-hmm. are, and and not re- and not really willing to relinquish an inch, let alone a mile, mm. you know, and and we see that, you know, I mean, so 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 talk is 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 is, is good, but what are the viable solutions? What is there to to, to really do? Uh, can I say well, something you know, quick? Okay, go ahead, Mike, quickly. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, everything starts within uh, myself, yourself, and Mr. Tuck. One heart, one change of the heart at a time. If uh, I know Mr. Tuck very good, he or he loves everyone, and I know uh, you same thing. So we already changed heart three people right now. Or four people on the okay. line, uh, or, okay. or five. So it, it starts with the five. Then, if we can change ourselves, then we can uh, change our the next person in the line, whether it's our kid, whether it's our husband, or uh, relative, uh, ma- uh, mother or father, etc. So, so then it has a chain reaction. Then, yes, within ten years, we can see much, 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 much different uh, United States of America, and we don't let anybody divide us. Anybody who divides us is an anti-American, an anti-constitutional uh, uh, constitutional of United States, and they don't want nothing but bloodshed in the streets of America. I mean, right now, we are almost in the brink of civil war in the United States, as you know, uh, because because they, they are pushing it on the both races. They make it white and uh, black, white and black. But actually, we are not white or black. We are one human race. Mm. Go ahead, please. Okay. All right. Mister. All right. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Uh, we're going to have to move on, but I'm going to make this last comment here. But I'm going to put you back in the queue, so if you want to comment on anything else, you know, hit one, and uh, I'll bring you back okay. into the conversation, Okay. All right, thanks, Mike. Okay, okay. That's Thank Mike. You. All right, that's Mike from Singapore, y'all. All right, look. You know, this is the only country in the world where the, its own individual people are identified by the color of a crayon. I mean, let, let's be honest. I've been some. I, I've been some places 
And believe you me, they don't call each other black, that white Arab or that black Arab or the white Indian, the black Indian, the white Korean, the dark Korean. I mean, and I've seen some 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 Iraqis and Kuwaitis, black as street tar. But they say Iraqi. I'm Iraqi. You know, so once again, that goes to show that the philosophy or, or, or in this country is not based on human beings or unity. It's based on separation and division. Now, it's fine with those, those are the, they are those that go out and say, well, we want to bring, we want to bring everybody together. We want to do this and we want to do that. But wait, hold up, wait a minute. Now, before we do that, we must understand what your ethnicity is. But they don't say ethnicity. The word is, what is your color? What is your race? And we know race and ethnicity are two different things. A race is a competition. Okay, just let, let me go and put that out right now. Race is a competition. Where you have two or more people competing against each other. That's what race is. See, once again, we have been taught terms that, that really have no meaning to what we're, we as people are or have, okay? Ethnicity is something different. All right, that's, that's ethnicity. So we start changing the way we speak and the words we use just as sex. Sex, when you say sex, that pertains to male and female compared to sexual intercourse, which is the interaction between a man and a woman making love. Now, notice I said man and a woman. I ain't saying nothing about Peter and Peter and Jane and Jane. All right, I'm just going to put that on out there. All right, but anyway, I digress to go back to what I was saying. Um, so... When we start talking about this unity thing, that's that's where uh, it, it falls off the rails. Our history has shown us that, as Peter has said, no, whenever there has been a constant or uh, a constant push to quote unquote bring everybody together, there has always been some action to counteract it. Even today, take Charlottesville as an example. You got one group on one side yelling at each other. No one is listening to each other because we have the condition not to listen or, or, or talk to each other. We have the condition to yell and scream at each other. And until we change that thought process, we will never, we will never have the quote-unquote unity. These so-called countries that, that 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 Mr. Smith is going over liberating, they have more unity than we do. But nobody's going to tell you that. <laughs> you know, no one is going to tell you that. But it's a fact. And most individuals, most individuals that that, that really have gone overseas militarily with their eyes open will come back and tell you the same thing. You no, know, in a lot of cases, there was no need to go over there. No folk were happy till Mr. Smith went over there and started ruining things, tearing up their countries. <laughs> but that's the way it is, and that's the way we're supposed to think. Let's take a look at the African Americans, as as some like to call them, the African Americans. The Negro, the Negro, the color, 
whatever you want to identify yourself is, you know, the blacks. There was unity there. We were getting along fine. But you know what happened? I'll tell you what happened. We got talked into to assimilating. Some call it integration, but I call it assimilating. Because once that word integration came up, we begin to assimilate into the system that always that was always persecuting and, and dividing us anyway. So what happened was instead of dividing us from the mainstream um, harmful individuals that we needed to be separated from, we started separating from ourselves within. And what's the best way to destroy anything from within? I'm not telling you something a lot of you don't know. For those that don't, think about it. Think about it. For some of us that grew up back in the day, we know Miss Johnson, Miss Jones, all of them sat on their porch and watched every kid in their neighborhood play. And if something went on, they had you before you got home. You can run around to the corner store or up to the grocery store with a letter from your mom, get whatever you needed, put it on credit, and come back home. You can't even find a, a, a store like that these days. Why? Because we got we we got we were destroyed from within, with the promise of the American dream, prosperity that was never meant for those of us. I'm just saying. Some of you may agree, may not. I, it's all good. But that's just facts. That's just facts. But okay. And that's all I got to say about that. Pete, you want to add anything else before we move on here to this corporate punishment? Because you know I want to talk about that. Um, um, I think we don't. I think we don't as much as we, you know, we 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 possibly need to, you know, especially on that integration, you know, thing, you know, it it that happened, you know, to to, you know, I, this is my opinion. That happened, you know, to perpetuate, you know, our own destruction. You know, they needed mm-hmm. us to be dependent. They needed us to be dependent rather than independent. Because how do you control mm-hmm. the people? You make them dependent upon you, then you cut their resources. Hey, I'm just saying. That's right. That's right. But you have to, okay, but you have to have that, that, that agent within to, to get it, the ball started, started. I yeah, exactly. the Black Panther. Exactly. But anyway, we, we, we're not going to keep going there. I think you try to get me started. Don't get me trying to get me started again. All right? <laughs> <laughs> I know we was moving on. Come on, let's go on back down right. here to this Georgia school. Uh, 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 corporal punishment, bringing it back, and so-called parents want to agree. I don't know. Okay. All right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me let me bring bring the where we because we really went sideways here for a minute. Okay. Going back to the situation in Dallas, the black man and black woman. You know, it's it, it's it has nothing to do with racism. Okay. It was a relationship gone bad, and she probably assumed that she could use her 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 her. Uh, status as a police officer to possibly, you know, do a boy in and get away with it, but it may backfire on her. Okay, so that's that's what Mr. Tolk has to say. Now, y'all believe what you want to. All right. So with that being said, let's talk about um, this this um, charter school down in Georgia. Want to bring back corporal punishment? Um, they send letters home to parents asking permission to be able to paddle the children. After three offenses, um, and 
some parents, I'd say a third of the parents said, yes, it was okay. Now, on this thing here, me and P. Ross, we kind of stand on different sides of the table. And, you know, growing up, paddle, when they could catch me, um, <laughs> you know, I, I have my own points of view of this thing. But being that P. Ross is P. Ross and the more, more educated and eloquent one, I'll let her go ahead and start before I bring my end into it, okay? So go ahead, Ross. Go do your thing. <laughs> yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently this charter school in Hexabah, yes, I said it, Hexabah, Georgia, wants to bring back uh, corporal punishment. They, they, they've actually done um, more than, than brought it back. They, they sent notices home to the to the parents, um, and the parents um, reportedly um, have agreed, you know, with one-third one, one of them apparently agreeing, which I find that hard to believe because you're not, you know, you're not going to hit my kids. I'm sorry. You know, um, they said that of the more than 100 forms he received back, a third of them give the school consent for their children to be paddled. Now, the stipulation for this is that um, there would be an adult present. It's supposed to be if they got out of line. For it, it, it really didn't um, spell out what. Now, although the the, the school goes up um, to the ninth grade, um, it doesn't specifically say at at what what age, you know, or whether it's all students. Um, but they, the form stipulated that the student will be taken into the office behind closed doors. They will place their hands on their knees or either on a piece of furniture and will be struck on the buttocks with a paddle. The school policy states that the child will not be paddled more than three times. And on the other hand, for the parents who opt out of paddling, they have to agree to up to five days of suspension for students who get in trouble. And the school is supposedly, like Mr. Talk said, is supposed to use a three-strike policy. That means that um, they won't get paddled on the first or, or, or second um, offense. They'll, they'll have two, two uh, get-out-of-jail-free cards, okay? After that, yeah, you, you, you're getting swats, as we used to call them. Now, the problem that I see with this is this right here. DCF or Children and Family Services or whatever you have in your state, um, most of the time it says that, you know, parents can't really punish their kids. You know, you can't leave marks, you can't do this, you can't do that. All the kids got to do is say, hey, my mom hit me with this and this hurt and that hurt, you know, or, or they don't even have to tell the truth. And you can find yourself in court. But now the school wants to take the lead now in doing what the courts are telling us we don't have the right to do anymore behind closed doors. I'm not talking about murdering your kids. I'm not talking about, you know, abusing them. I'm talking about punishing them, paddling them, spanking them, whatever you want to call it, you know. And 
If you spank your kids or punish your kids and they get mad at you, they can always call 911-241-KIDS or, or whatever your local number is and, and report you. Then you have to prove that you didn't abuse your kids because they're going to take your your your, your children's word. They were abused until you've been investigated. But now you're giving the school to do something that you can't do? I don't see the logic in that. That's not happening. I don't need the system to raise my kids. I don't need the kids. And I would be more than a fool to give you permission to hit my child. No, you're not doing that. And granted, you know, these children these days, you know, because of that same factor, parents not taking the lead in disciplining their children at home and teaching them respect, you do have children who go who go to school, disrespect adults, disrespect teachers, fight teachers, all of that. But is corporal punishment the answer? Is it really? When you have all these reports to prove that, that, that violence is not the answer because it only makes children more violent, that's what they told the parents, why the parents can't spank them, why the parents can't punish them, but the school gets to. Ain't this the same thing? How is you apply it to one and not to the other? So that's my problem with that. Hell to the no, no, no. No. All right. Are, are you done? Are you done? I'm done. I'm done for right now. Good. Good. So let me tell you something. All that you said was hogwash. Okay? That's hogwash. Okay. Number one. Here's 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 the whole situation. Number one. All right. Nobody said anything that they were gonna be just handing out swats to be handing them out. Okay? Nobody I don't said know that. that. I now, don't know that. Number two. What you mean you don't know that? Well, then, if you that. don't know that, know what you can do? Know what you can do? If you worried about it, you can go and sit in the classroom with your child. That way you guarantee your child don't get a SWAT. How about that? I'm going to guarantee my child don't get a SWAT because I'm not signing the freaking form. <laughs> See? But yet you want to, you let your child come home and do anything you want to, and then he go to school thinking he can do anything you want to, disrespecting grown-ups, right? Not no. my child won't. Not my child look, won't. It, it's simple. It's simple. Look, 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 look. Honestly, honestly, honestly. It's like this. And, and let's 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 get it. Let, let's put it in this way. It's like okay. it's like facing a bully. If you take the baddest bully and you bust him in his mouth, he's no longer a bully because nobody else is scared of him. Correct. So, and, 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 and I use this analogy. Wait a minute, hold on, wait, 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 Man, don't yes. hurt. You know? Yes. No, no, no. But see, and then what happens is, see, and, and, and see, most people, when you say corporal punishment, they think about, oh, my God, prison. No, we're not talking. No, 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 no. See, what happens is you set that standard where all of a sudden the kids start policing themselves. See what I'm saying? So you, as this quote-unquote punishment doesn't become as necessary 
as it was in the beginning if you had a bunch of unruly kids. Now, let's be honest, that the school sent permission slips home. So the parents have a choice to opt in and opt out. Now, more than likely, those parents that were raised up in a time where it was okay, you know, and, you know, they probably say, yeah, newfangled families, Probably you ain't, you can't touch my child, and I don't want nobody to touch my child, but the child going home calling you by your first name and cussing you out, they probably want to say no. I mean, let's look at the percentages here. Percentages here. That, that's probably what's happening. So, without, I mean, so after a while, whether they get the SWATs, their parents have allowed the SWATs not, the ones that are allowed to get the SWATs going to start policing the ones that's not because they don't want to get in trouble themselves. See, it's the psychological thing behind this that nobody is really paying attention to. It's, it's saying, yes, we are reinstituting it. But what it also causes is, like I say, self-policing. You know, they're they going to look out for not only themselves, but they, their buddies and sisters because, they, they, you know, they don't want them to get in trouble either. They don't know whether they can get swats or not. What they may know is you about to do the wrong thing. Uh, yeah, no. No, no, don't do that. Okay. Now, as far as you and CPS, and, you know, we all know CPS is an overloaded uh, system where it just, it, it, it's just uh, uh, not something that works. Let's be honest. They're overcrowded. They have too many files and not enough workers. So, yes, and, and within the last decade or so, they have taught the kids that if your parents yell at you wrong, you can call CPS and we will come and investigate. Well, if it just took one or two of them folks to come and say, you know what, your parents didn't do anything wrong, and, and just leave it at that, it would change that, that train of thought. But back to your point of view, I don't want nobody hitting my child. If you're worried about that, then let's make a stipulation on your consent form that if my child is to be swatted, there must be at least two adults in that room at the same time. Okay? Now, if you really, no, 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 no. If you're really, really, really worried about it, as I said before, and you sitting at home doing nothing all day, you take your butt up to that school and, and you monitor your own child. I'm, I'm serious. And then once again, we get caught up on the words beating and punishment. You know, <clears throat> oh, spiking sounds a little bit better. Swats don't sound that good. Well, what you want to call it? Slapping you upside the head? Oh, that don't sound right either. Let's give them a timeout. And y'all know how I feel about timeout. You go stand in the corner, you're thinking what you're going to do as soon as you get out that corner. So that's a great timeout for me to think of some old stuff to get into. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> so, honestly, I don't have a problem with it. Um, I say, yay. If more, and honestly, I feel if more schools were to get back to that, we wouldn't have as many problems in the schools that we have now. Because why? Once again, you, you, you notice that the students will start policing themselves. But right now, with, with the way it is, everybody's just into their own little clique and their own little world. Right? Now, let's let's think about it. When you was in high school, you had your group you ran with, right? And if one of y'all started something you didn't have no, no business, you're like, nah, I don't think you're going to do that. You know, you got to go and see principal so-and-so, right? 
Right, Pete? Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, I got you. I got you. I hear you. Okay, then. See, and that's the philosophy behind it. It's not, it's not that, you know, all of a sudden since we can swap, we, you know, they're going to go swap happy. I would hope not. You know, and plus they get three three chances, three chances. Now, they don't say what severity um, the offenses will, would have to be, but I'm sure they're just not going for chewing gum. They're not going to take you in there and give you three swats. <laughs> You know, that would be kind of asinine. T. Ross taught me that word, y'all, I'm telling you. My ninth grade education don't allow me to know those type of words. But anyway, so with that in mind, yeah, I have no problem with them uh, um, instituting that that type of policy. And I really do wish a lot of other schools would. Now, I know the argument is, well, you know, kids today, they carry guns and they carry weapons and knives and they'll fight back. Well, that is something you would have to take into um, account as, as far as the age limit, um, the age of, of these individuals you're about to hit with the paddle. Because let's be honest, some of them jokers, you know, they're they bigger than grown men. If you're going to take it all the way up to, to, to the high school level, that is. But if mm-hmm. school only goes up to the ninth grade, then, you know, maybe you can say, well, up until the sixth or seventh grade maybe. But then again, what, what example does that state? Now, if the kid has gone to that school from the third to the ninth grade, well, then they already, for lack of a better word, indoctrinated to the system, and they, they will understand, you know, what the penalties are for misbehaving. Okay? Now, once again, of course, as I said, if you should have any problem with that, then you go and sit your behind in that classroom and, and make sure your child don't act up if you're sitting at home all day. You know, watching soap operas or The Price is Right or The Real Houses of uh, Negativity or whatever to be on TV. All right? That, that, that's what I'm saying about that. Yes. So I am for it. I, I really is. Okay? That was so well, eloquently put together. I applaud you for your tenacity in trying to convince the people that they should be for this asinine and idiotic, you know, proposal. But for me, no, because I still think it's a double standard, and I just refuse to support something that in the the first place, you know, in in the first place, the very same thing that was used to take away my right for me to discipline my child, you know, that you give another system, edu- so-called educational system permission to do so, and you want me to play along with you? No, I'm not doing it. I discipline mm-hmm. my own child, and if we got, and if we have an issue, if there's an issue with him or her at school, your responsibility is to call me. Don't put your hands. If I can't put my hands on, on my child with, without recompense, and granted, yes, they will. They do come in. They do the whole investigation, you know, and find out, hey, your, your parents didn't do anything to you but going through that process. See, they don't just come in and say, okay, we're going to investigate and possibly leave the child there. They don't know. That's not how it works. They they want to take your child out of your home. Then they do the investigation. Then if everything is okay, then you get your child back. Okay, we sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> no. You know no. what? 
I, I just got no. I just got a text, and I love this text I just got because I, I, I'm with it on that. And know what it says? It says right. I feel like we should be able to go to school, go to the school, and whip their butts too. Because they didn't say exactly. but, but yeah, exactly, exactly. That way you supervising me, and 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 you can't say they was abused. So if I'm the parent, call me. I will be there 15 minutes. I with my own child. He gets watched for me. That works for me. That works. Oh, for that me. works for you. That works for me. <laughs> that works for me. I'm, will, okay. I'm willing to leave. I'm willing to leave my place of employment. Go to the school, whip some butt, so that you understand I'm not playing with you. You here to get an education, not to be disrespectful, not to be playing in class. You already know. And number one, before you leave my house, you already know that your mama ain't stable. Okay, so don't play the game. <laughs> Okay, uh, in the chat room, no doubt I'm saying, what causes this child to have to be paddled at school? Well, see, um, um, Steph, apparently that's one thing we don't know. They just said after three yeah. offenses, and, and as I mentioned before, it didn't give any specifics okay. as far as what the, you know, the severity of this, the, the offenses would be. So I, I don't know. I've been trying to find, look that up, and I still haven't been able to find anything. I tried to look it up uh, as well, and, and it, I tried to look it up as, as well, and it didn't stipulate. Most uh, times they have a category one, two, three, or whatever, um, but this mm-hmm. just says after three offenses. So it can, it can be anything as from, from what the article says. It, it, hey, it, you might have been late to class or something. I don't know. It, it, it does not stipulate. It does not spell it out. Well, let's hope, and that, as I said before, let's hope that it's not anything simple, you know, as, you know, you got caught chewing gum three times or even being late to class, you know. That, yeah. That's crazy. But hold on. Let, let, me bring, <laughs> let me bring this call in. <laughs> All right. Uh, Will, welcome to the show. You're talking with Mr. Talk. What's going on? What you got for me? Will, are you there? Will, are you there? Okay. I think they may have pressed one by mistake. We're going to put them back in the queue for right now. All right. But, yeah. um, (laughs) Yeah. You know, uh, uh, I hope it's for something serious. But, um. It's interesting. I, I wouldn't have a problem with it. And, and as far as me going to school, you know, back in the day, you know, um, <laughs> you remember that speech you got when you first started school? If I have to yeah. my job and yeah, come oh, to yeah. school for anything. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. Yeah. See, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, out, and yeah. after that, you didn't get a speech. You got to look, you know. Uh-huh. And, and you understood. Yeah, hey. All right, all right. I know what that means. All right, we we good. <laughs> you know, but you know, you know what? Honestly, though, and, and if you take a look at, just sit back and watch parents today, especially the younger parents. That type of um 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 uh, uh, rapport, or you know, the kids aren't afraid of the parents like that. I guess that's a, a good word. Not afraid of the parents as we were back in the day. 
because our parents would actually show us how crazy they really were, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and of course, we didn't have a we didn't have a system that that systematically uh, blocked us from actually doing you know doing what was needed to done to raise your kids. Because I have a son, mm-hmm. I'm telling the same thing. If I have to come up to that school for you clowning, it's not going to be a pretty thing, you know. Mm-hmm. The child is 15 years old, so and he'll tell you the heartbeat. My dad is crazy. <laughs> you know, so it, it's there. You know, compared to like the little boy on Facebook that was talking about, but Linda, but Linda, you're not listening. Oh, uh, yeah, excuse me. My name is not Linda, number one. Linda, <laughs> and who are you talking to? You know, and you got exactly. all the names of Oh, that's so cute. What? No, that's raising no. a psychopath. You just don't know it. You know, so. I, I I I really <laughs> I really I really say whip that behind whip that behind if you got to get off work and go and do it go and do it all right but don't let them disrespect parents and, and if they disrespecting you you need to stop that as well you know why the more they disrespect you when they get older they're gonna do you in. You, right you better let them know. You better let them know. You better, you better let them know. Especially these young men, you, you know, um, slapping you in your face and you talking about that's real cute. Okay, that's real cute, that too. What about when he's 15? Is that still going to be cute? Hey, you better stop it while you can. It ain't cute to begin with. You know, see, <laughs> it ain't cute. It ain't cute. It's not cute. Not at all. Not at all. All right, so now I'm going to let Pete take the lead on this one here. It's about a McDonald's strike, man, by workers. So if you live in a certain city and you go by a McDonald's and you see people out in front of McDonald's out and walking around, you ain't going to get your waffle. I mean, I'm sorry, not your waffle. Have you ever gone to McDonald's and ordered a waffle? You ain't going to get your Big Mac. Yeah, yeah go, in, go in to Burger King and order a Big Mac. <laughs> and then look, and then argue with him like, I got one from here yesterday. <laughs> okay, I've done that. It's it's quite hilarious because the person behind the counter don't know, they keep looking up at the menu. <laughs> it was just dumb, funny. But anyway, um, yeah. So this must be impending McDonald's strike in certain cities. So I let Pete tell you all about it. Go ahead, Pete. Yeah, um, the McDonald's employees, um, as this was uh, reported, um, they they were planning a, a strike against sexual harassment. Um, you know, for a long time, you know, they 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 were telling employees, okay, it's it's just a part of the job, you know. But now, as this is reported by the Associated uh, Press, um. They they're saying that um, the the sexual harassment isn't acceptable anymore, and so McDonald's workers are planning to walk out on tomorrow, September eighteenth, to confront you know the the what they call the company's failure to adequately respond to their complaints of widespread sexual harassment, not just by management, but as well as um, 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 the customers as well. Um, it says that the uh, the walkout was created by, um, it stems from the Me Too movement. This is called the Me Too McDonald's walkout. 
<laughs> so it was created by members of the local Fight for $15 Women's Committee after the initial EEOC charges in May and was approved as a nationwide walkout in early September, okay? The workers mm-hmm. will go on strike uh-huh. across the country during the lunchtime hours, which we know is the busiest time for any fast food restaurant. Um, during the lunchtime rush in, in the following 10 cities, in Chicago, Durham, Kansas City, Los Angeles, Miami, Milwaukee, New Orleans, Orlando, San Francisco, and St. Louis. In addition, the workers who are participating in this strike, um, the leaders of National Women's Group, will join them in calling for McDonald's to take a stronger measures to prevent sexual harassment and to protect its employees. They say that the company has failed to address groping issues, lewd comments, propositions for sex, and other illegal behavior in its stores. Um, according to a press release on the strike, the striking workers demand McDonald's form a committee to address sexual harassment with the cohort primarily being comprised of workers, representatives from corporate and franchise stores, as well as leaders of national women's groups. And so it says that this committee will be responsible for strategizing and as executing regulations and actions that will ensure that nobody <laughs> that nobody who works for McDonald's experiences sexual harassment on the job. Now, I applaud them for their efforts, but how are you going to stop a customer? What are you going to do? Tell them they got to get out? I mean, stop them from what? You know, so-called sexually what? harassing you. You know, well, because they're not just talking about they're not they're not just talking about em, employees. They're talking about the customers as well. When customers come to the counter and you know, they hey, you know they. Well, I, I, can tell you, I, I can tell you one way. I can tell you one way. Well, make well. sure the, 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 the make sure the employees buy clothes that that are loose fitting and not hugs, not to showing breast meat. And booty cheeks and the thongs they're wearing, you know, which you should be wearing thongs working in McDonald's anyway. But anyway, you know, and, and you know, so, look, men are visual individuals, and some of the men, girls, girl men, you know, they they visual too. So if they see all that, they gonna say what they gonna say. So let's 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 start from within. Let's make sure that our clothes are properly fitting and not skin tight that show every little. Um, pathway to heaven on your body, okay? I mean, really. Okay. And once again, no, wait a minute. Hold on, wait a minute. You know, don't be coming to work skinning and grinning and telling everybody your own little personal sexual deviant actions when you're at home. Okay. Let's let's be honest. I know that your coworkers and all, but you, you know you can't be telling everybody your business like that. And you don't, and then you're going to expect no one to come back and say something to you. Well, you're putting your business out there. You know, you, okay. I mean, let's be honest. Now, now, as far as them walking out, you know, no, I'm not advocating or saying sexual harassment is acceptable. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm not condoning that. But what I am saying is, just like I say with anything else, some things can be prevented if you use your brain that was given to you that most of you only use 0.5% of anyway. Okay, 
if you use some of that to make this go on, and some of the managers up in there, if they would quit skinning and grinning with the employees and do what they're supposed to do, you wouldn't have a lot of these issues that's going on. But part of the problem is you have managers sleeping with the employees, and then when they break up, the employees tell other employees, and then, you know, you got other person going to hit on her because she slept with him, so let me see if I can get some of that goody-goody. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, it, it, it's not that it's from the outside. It can be a lot from the inside as well. So if we're going to do this, quit blaming everything on the outside, and let's take a look at our organization from the inside first. Let's fix it from the inside, and then we work on the outside. Boom. And that's how it is. Uh, no, 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 yeah. that's not, that, that's no, 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 no. That, that's not, no, that, Why there it is, that is no. no, 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 and hell no, hell to the no, no, no. Wait a minute, wait, wait, wait a minute before you get started. Wait, wait, wait before you get started. All right, y'all, we got 14 minutes and 52 seconds left in live air time. We will be going in overtime. So if you are not on the phone lines, I suggest you get here, 347-838-8622. Once again, 347-838-8622. However, if you are able to call the answer to the show and you go off at the 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock hour, um, the show will be archived. We will be placing it on the website at www.ericletstalk.com. So you can catch the rest of the show later on, okay? And thank you for listening. We do love y'all. But for those that's going to be hanging around with us, this is about to be good. All right. So go ahead, Pete. Give me, give me what you got. Okay. Now, as always, you know, most people, most men, the male cohort, want to do, you know, Want to blame the female for the clothes they have on. But who else you gonna blame it on? Who else you gonna blame it on? Who dressed them that morning? Hey, I'm talking now. You hush. Wait a minute. Who dressed them that morning? Answer that question. Who dressed them that morning? No, 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 no. Ain't no man put no clothes Blame your eyeballs and lack of self-control. Some of these people, some of these young people working there are teenagers. So you saying because you're a pedophile, you can't control yourself. You see this 15 or 16-year-old girl working behind McDonald's, or you see her at the register, you know, and, and her, her breast may be protruding out of her shirt or her jeans may be a little tight. You, you know, feeling all erotic, you're going to proposition her that's a child still. What are you, a pedophile? Can I label you as a pedophile now? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 stop. No, 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 because this child is at the register and, and, and the clothes are tight, you know? I'm just saying, because mm-hmm. these are teenagers, too, who are saying this is happening to them as well, mm-hmm. okay? So why, why we want to blame the worker? I don't care what you have on. You should have uh, some kind of self-control 
and respect for even if they are, you know, not to make those kinds of comments. But men are so accustomed mm-hmm. to doing this, they feel like it's their right to do it because it's been done so long without excuse, without recourse, that it's okay. See, and, 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 and uh, until that concept or precept is changed in the mind, you know, of society as a whole, you know, it has continued to go on. Now they have this little Me Too movement, right or wrong. I don't, really don't like the, the, the title because I feel like it's a misnomer for people just to jump on the bandwagon. But nonetheless, you know, I still don't see, and, and I understand what you're saying, how, you know, the clothes can be, but I still say you need to have some kind of self-control and some respect, you know, for these people regardless, because some of these are teenagers working behind there. Okay. You know, these these are these you you don't want nobody approaching your daughter like that. And we all know sometimes our kids they leave the house and stuff we don't even know that they have on. And tell we, where did you get that from? Or oh, don't wear them no more. See, if that's your daughter behind the counter, you want somebody your age making a lewd comment to them? No. You're going to run out there with your gun, with your pistol, with your bat, ready to beat the hell out of them. Man, you don't talk to my daughter like that. You I know what? You almost had me. You almost had me there. I don't have to almost have you. I, you I, almost I don't had believe, me. Believe, believe what you want to believe. You know, but this is where this is where I stand in that. See? Okay. It, it, uh, okay. It, it, All right. All right. All right. Okay. I understand. I understand that they are teenagers. Most of them are teenagers they work there. I do understand that. All right. Now, you have a woman's opinion there. Okay? Now, a man's opinion, no, I'm not a pedophile. Okay? I don't like little boys, okay? I don't like, and I won't sleep with girls under uh, under proper age or any. Well, anyway, it don't matter. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do it. But here's the thing, okay? <laughs> Due to the products that have been placed in food today in our food system today. Our kids are now developing a lot sooner, bigger, and faster than they did back in the day. To add that today's society emphasizes, you know, uh, the makeup, the hair, and what have you. So at first glance, if you walk up to a counter or something, and you don't know any better, yeah, you may not think that's a teenager. You may think that's somebody of, of, of proper age. Until maybe they open their mouth and yet you realize, you know, yeah, you're not the brightest in the world and yeah, you're a teenager. But until that time, you know, because humans, especially men, are visual individuals. You know, I'm not saying it's right. But what I am saying is, why entice when you don't have to? You know, you're right. If I had a daughter and that was going on, First thing I'd be checking is what she wearing, because number one, she ain't gonna walk out the door wearing no nothing. No, 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 no. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's not gonna happen. She have on a curtain before she wear anything tight like that. <laughs> you know, I'm just gonna say. Okay. Now, however, what I am saying.
industry, and I have, I'm not telling you anything that I haven't seen, I don't know. I'm telling you from experience what happens. And like I said before, before you can fix it from the outside, you have to take care of it on the inside. That's all I'm saying. You know, it's not about but being please, a pedophile. But, 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 you know, but, but, and but, but, what I'm saying is, you know, that's like, no, 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 no. That's like, I'm going to use this this analogy, this example right here, okay? That's like uh, uh, you got you in the church, the minister up there preaching, and you got a front row of women up there um, um, sitting with their legs wide open, they got no panties on, skin-tight dresses, right there in the preacher's face, right? Now, that's right there in the preacher's face. But on the side check, you know, you got the deacon may come up to collect, you know, collect um, um, the money. He's standing in front. He just happened to notice, like, oh, my. Look at that yum yum right there. You see what I'm saying? So now you got an issue going on. And then word get out, you know, he's going to tell his buddies on the outside or what have you. And then the word gets spread out. And then now from the outside, people coming in to see the yum yum sitting on the front row. You see what I'm saying? But how do you fix that? The first lady or the the preacher need to get to them and say, look, no more. You know, you don't do this more. This is what you shall do, or you need to go somewhere else with that nonsense. You get my point? See, that's totally unrelated. Because first of all, you throw that hoe at the church. That's not I'm unrelated. Because number one, that actually <laughs> number one that actually happens. Okay, that actually happens. I know. All I right. See. But see, when you're talking about dealing with something on the inside, you you throw them, you you throw them. I use that as an example. Calm down. I use that as an example. I understand. That's all I did. Now you're talking about you're talking about deal with it from the inside. Okay, apparently McDonald's didn't deal with it from the inside because one of the people, one is one one of the persons who reportedly reported it more than 10 times, and she was a teenager at the time. Mm-hmm. She reported mm-hmm. it, and nothing was done. Nothing mm. was done. She reported it to management. She put it in writing 10 times before she went to Teen Vogue. Okay? Okay, let me, let me you ask know? you. Okay, uh, uh, let me, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because I, 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 I didn't read the article. This is what she said. She said that, okay. um, and this is what she alleges, because we can't say, you know, because we weren't there, we didn't get it, you know, this is what the magazine article is saying, that the sexual harassment she experienced was often ignored or met with retaliation and consequences, including termination. Okay. All right. So, you know what, that's not telling me, and I understand I understand why she did it now, but what that, that's not telling me whether did she just stop at local management? Did she go to corporate? Did she go to the franchisee owner or what? I mean, where did she, I mean, according, ten times, according, but according, she reported it ten to, times to who? According, according to this, she filed it. She didn't just stop there. She filed it with the um, Equal Employment Opportunity Commission as well. And 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 I I don't know if that's when she was fired, but she was retaliated against and she was fired. That's when she did an open letter um, to uh, McDonald's for a a national um, strike and got the support by the um, 
different um the different um yeah. women's yeah, um, yeah the me too but it doesn't it doesn't give specifics as to you know who all she reported it to or none of that but the thing is that she did report it and if nothing was done what do you do see that's the that's thing true. that's the bottom line that's the bottom line. You know what you do? If nothing is you come done, in butt what naked do you do? and start throwing hamburgers. I'll tell you what you do. <laughs> you come in butt naked and start throwing hamburgers. Somebody listen to you then. Somebody will listen to you then. Okay. Okay. I'm serious. You know, they yeah. may listen to you going out in a straight jacket, but somebody listen to you. <laughs> uh, a, straight, a, a straight jacket at a curtain, huh? That's where that curtain comes yeah. in at, huh? That's right. Make sure I take a couple of uh, um, Happy Meals with me. <laughs> yeah, okay. And don't forget my prize. And don't forget my prize. But okay. And when is this supposed to take place? Well, it's supposed to be tomorrow. The, the strike is supposed okay. to start tomorrow at lunchtime, uh, nationwide, and definitely in those ten cities. That's what the article says. Okay. Yeah, right. September eighteenth. So, and, and if you notice, so, a lot of we're, those we're cities are. You know, a lot of those cities are cities with high crime rates as well in the black community. Yeah. So I wonder, uh, yeah. and I wonder, are these McDonald's in, uh, what type of neighborhoods are they in? So maybe they I have, don't know. have something to do with it. And I wonder, and I wonder if it's all the McDonald's in those cities, every, you know, or just particular, it's probably all of them, I don't know. Because it, it, there's no specific, it just says that in these 10 cities. But it was calling yeah. for a nationwide um, strike, I guess, for everybody mm-hmm. else. But man, again, you know, um, and, you know, and all the corporate or franchise. Yeah, we got to see who who exactly uh, is going to be, you know, is really going to uh, walk out because you know, uh, some people just may be job scared. It just may not be worth take, making the sacrifice or taking the risk if they're going to come back and not have a job, you know. So hey. Well, it it remains to be seen because if you really want to take a stand, you know, sometimes you, you got to sacrifice and, and sometimes you lose. So, hey, hey crap you sometimes. Stand, so you have to stand by your character, right? Exactly. Exactly. All right, please excuse my character. All right, let's take this phone call right here. All right, Triple One, welcome to the show. You got Mr. Talk here. Who I have here and what you got for me? Yes, my friend, this is Mike again. I came back. All right, Mike, uh, welcome yeah. back. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you very much. I appreciate your show. I appreciate your uh, invitation. Anyway, my friend, you know, uh, $15 wage in United States is long overdue, my friend. I mean, right now, uh whether you work for McDonald's or any any jobs, they call you cow milk. Why? Because and then with uh, with taxes and everything that Donald Trump said, oh, I am giving you the best tax rate, and right away 15% tax uh, tax rate for the corporations, and still for the middle class family and uh, etc. I still nothing changed because I keep talking to my friends. You know, I say, How is your paycheck going up? No. Uh, since February, it's the same amount I used to pay. So, uh, you know, uh, in order to have a healthy society, in order 
to have uh, great societies, we have to take care of our own citizens good. $15 minimum wage is nothing. I mean, you want to rent one apartment, it costs you minimum $1,000. I mean, you should have enough so you, sh- you, so you will not do, say, crime, bad things, or etc. you know, and automatically crime will go down. If, peop- if people are healthy and conscious and spiritually happy, then you will have a great nation. But if we don't have you know, uh, 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 healthy nation and spiritually healthy and minimum wage is eight, nine dollars an hour after they take taxes, it becomes seven or six, six dollars fifty cents an hour. Mm-hmm. Tell me, what, who, who, no one can survive on that. And that's the problems. That's why, because uh, we don't have government of people, by the people, for the people. We have government of cooperation, for the cooperation, for benefit of co- co- uh, by the corporations. If I'm wrong, correct me, please. Any of you? Well, honestly, I can't, I can't correct you because, yeah, it is a corporation. This country is a corporation. That's how, and, and, and that's the interesting part about this whole scenario with 45 as president because that was the the, the, the cry or uh, yeah the cry for so long is we need a quote unquote businessman to run the country you know which is basically a corporation run as a corporation the only problem is they got the wrong businessman to run it <laughs> you know to run it let, I mean let's be honest now as far as the $15 an hour um, uh, minimum wage. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I still say for working at McDonald's, that's that that that's no 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 that's too much. And here's why I'm saying that. Number one, because most individuals working at McDonald's are youngsters, and if they're earning fifteen dollars an hour, uh, working forty hours a week, you know, some of them may seem like there there's no incentive to do anything or try and do better. Okay. Now, I'm saying some of them, not all of them. Now, um, most of the teenagers that, that work there, they're still living with their parents. If, they, if they're saving money or trying to go to college you know, or trying to go to, you know, whatever, that's fine. But to start out 15 hours, and here's what the companies do that are actually, you know, on the, on the, on the outside, it looks good. We're starting you at $15 an hour, okay, but you only get 8 to 10 hours a week. So looking at that, yeah, it sounds good, but when it comes to the actual business practice of paying you 40 hours a week at $15 an hour, that is not happening. That's not happening. Because what, what, what companies are beginning to do is they're cut hours and putting more people on part-time than full-time to cut their labor costs because you still got to worry about labor costs, food costs, you know, overhead. And if you're going up $15 an hour and you're a franchise owner, you know, you got to worry about that. One or two things going to happen. You're going to go out of business or you got to raise some prices. And then that's, that's going to make you... Uh, 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 my friend, they that. already raised the prices, my friend. I mean, you go uh, in the United States, uh, buy one hamburger, one French fry, it becomes 8 uh, to $10 easily. 
if that will hamburger forget it. It will be from my friend. So they already gone up. They are greedy because corporations are greedy. I mean, and, 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 and greed kills kills this nation. Let's start if you want to, places. Let's, let's start places like uh, um, um, Walmart. You know, Walmart went up to start um, 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 associates at eleven dollars an hour. Right? But you know what? The one thing about Walmart that a lot of people don't know, Walmart they would not allow a union. They would, not, they would not allow a union in there anywhere. They, 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 it's not going to happen. You know, to regulate, to help regulate the pay and the hours and give those workers some type of uh, um, um, support. So right, Walmart do what they want to. You know, I work you three, four hours a day a week, and I'm good. I'm paying you $11 an hour, Right? Now, if you want some overtime, you come get it, but that's not guaranteed I'm going to pay you overtime. You can work some extra days. But, see, you don't have anything like a union to say, no, 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 no. Up until this, you will start paying overtime or you will start, you know, paying time and a half or you know, they can't work. You understand what I'm saying? So, on the outside, when you take a look at 45 and his administration, it sounds good. And, of course, we know some of this went into effect when 44 was in office. It, it sounds good. But as in any company or, 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 or corporate organization, there are always safeguards to protect them, um, the, the bottom line, okay, to protect the bottom line. And in this instance, the bottom line is, oh, yeah, we can pay you this extra money, but your hours are about to come down because we can't pay you this money, continue to have you work 40 hours, and make the profit that we have forecast to make over this next quarter. It's not going to happen. So something has to give. So in the same token, as I said, when it comes on the news or what have you, it sounds great, and everybody's excited. But if you go down and talk to the actual worker, you will find a lot of their hours are being cut, or if they're not just being uh, 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 um, basically fired. Because companies can't afford that. You know, even in this so-called quote-unquote great economy that's going on right now. now. If you listen to the news, hey, everything is wonderful. Everybody got jobs. But how many of them have full-time jobs? You know, how many are actually uh, making ends meet with one job? Okay, so that's you know, why I'm saying. Like I say, it, it sounds good, but you have to look at the whole picture, not just a piece of the picture. Okay. The unemployment rate, they say, oh, fall under Donald Trump, my friend. That's BS lies. You know why? Because a lot of people were on unemployment. They were taken off somehow, or maybe they have ended their all, exhausted all their benefits. So then uh, what uh, uh, unemployment uh, system in the computer programs, it says, well, these people, uh, we assume they got a job. They are not in the system anymore. So unemployment in the United States is 25 to 30% range, my friend. I mean, living wage, we have to be human to our uh, employees. We have to give them a decent wages. I mean, if they're decent wages and be humanistic, then you have a better country and better, uh, everything uh, would be much less racism, less uh, uh, conflict, less uh, bloodshed in the United States. Are we at war with any country right now? As far as I don't know, I don't see. But why we have so much bloodshed in the United States? 
Come on, my friend, because we are not a healthy nation. Because we are drug, the people, minimum 10 to 15, uh, 15 drugs a day. We have, uh, you know, blood pressure, cholesterol, or, I mean, oh my gosh, I, list keep going on and on. That's why we are not a healthy nation, my friend. And as a result, we all suffering as a community, all together. If I suffer, you suffer. You suffer, I suffer. And clockwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's an interesting point there, Mike. It really is. T, you want to get some of this? No, he, he, made, he made a good point. I mean, what, what can you say behind that? Honestly. <laughs> Honestly. Thank you very much. Okay. No, I mean, we, we are all of each other. We want our country to be good. I mean, why I moved to Singapore? Because of racism. I, I work like a dog in the United States. I, mean, I could have a position of manager. I could have a position as assistant manager, too, because I work like a cow. But come here. But, 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 but they don't. They don't give me because they say I have an accent. Son uh-huh. of a gun. They say, I have an accent. You don't give promote you. I said, hell with you. Now I'm Singapore. I have. Hey, call the meeting. Let me have They'll take care of you. That's discrimination. Yes. <laughs> but but over here, too, they call us the foreign workers. But that's fine. It's okay. I can survive with that. I can survive. It's okay. We are foreign workers, but okay. still we are, we are happy. Happy family. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. As long as you, hey, if you're happy with it, then hey, who who's to say anything different, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, you got so that, that, uh, that. A man has to be able to make a wage that will support his family. Exactly. You know, mm-hmm. and 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 if, and if you can't, you know, that that just goes back to 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 Stephen Marbury. If you can't accomplish what you need to accomplish here, hey, find a door that is open. That allows you to do that. Why well, sit here and and, and 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 settle for less than you know you're worth? Basically, you know what I'm just saying. Basically, you're correct. I think. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. You know. No, I don't say that too often. So I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let that go, I'm gonna let that go right there. You're right. <laughs> you're right on that. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, Everybody right. All right, everybody right. You know, uh, because right. clashes of different opinion, the truth, a real truth shall come out, and that's good. I mean, go ahead, yeah. please. Well, you know, Mike, you know, Mike and that's, that's, that's one of the things. If people would have a conversation and actually listen to each other. Yes, yes. yes. You know, right. and I mean, when I say listen, I mean really listen to each other. And I yes. think there will be some some things that that would be solved. But if you have ulterior motives, when the other person starts talking, you're not really listening to them because you're already plotting what you're going to say next and what yeah. you're going to do next. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you're not really listening. They're not really listening. So everybody's just bumping their gum, bumping their gums and nothing is coming out, basically constructive. So you are right, Mike. Right. We, we need to get together. Hopefully one day. But I'm not gonna hold my breath because I've been to die by then. I'm gonna be here to 103 years old, so I got you know, a long way to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, Republican, they say right now, 
if they come, they're going to cancel Obamacare totally, and we forget about giving even a dime health care to anybody in the United States. So your coverage will be finished by the end of you know next what, year. Mike? I mean, come on. Come on. You know what, Mike? Here's, 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 yes. here's. Here's the situation Selfish. with the Affordable yeah. Care Act, because that's the proper name of it, the Affordable Care Act. Um, right. The Republicans gave it the name Obamacare. Now, here's the yeah. interesting thing, and this has been proven. If you were to go on the street right now and use both of those names, okay, ask the <laughs> same person a question, do you support the Affordable Care Act? And then, you know, send somebody else to ask them, do you, afford, do you um, 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 support Obamacare? I guarantee, depending on that person, you will get two separate answers. Mm-hmm. So, now, why is that? Because the, the 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 political pundits that they are that are have made it a, a, a point to call this thing this healthcare Obamacare. So, anytime it is mentioned, they relate it to the forty fourth president of the United States, Barack. Hussein Obama. Okay, mm-hmm. of course, right. you do have those that say, "Well, he is Muslim. He, you know, he he's a socialist. He, he's, he's not that, a U.S. citizen. He's, that, he's, that, right? he's not a U.S. citizen. Then, say, right. Yeah, but if you was to say, "Well, how do you feel about the Affordable Care? Do you think it's working?" You'd be surprised. Oh yeah, I love it. Da, 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 da. Then you tell them, "Well, you know, that is Obamacare," and they get this donut look on their face. If you believe me, right. go out there and look on, on YouTube. They have, they, they, you know, celebrities went out and asked them, Jimmy Kimmel and all them, and, and it's funny because it shows what kind of sheeple the American citizen is. Let's be honest, sheeple, because they believe everything they told. They don't do any research for themselves. They don't do anything. Now, as far as uh, the Affordable Care Act right now, uh-huh. The Republicans, they can't do anything right now because they are so scared of what may happen November 6th during midterm elections. Mm-hmm. They, they have an issue going on right now. Number one, their Supreme Court nominee, he's in trouble because some woman just came out and said, he's <laughs> yes, racist. Yes, yes, so, yes. You know, yes, that's absolutely. a whole other issue that's come on. Now, 45 yes. has said, now this is the funniest thing, and I said, how ironic. 45 said, well, the reason why she came out was because midterm elections are only a couple of months away. I say, oh, fair play, huh? Isn't it amazing how two weeks before the presidential election came out, all of a sudden they reopened Hillary Clinton's investigation into Benghazi? Isn't that the same thing that the, you know GOP did? So what does that tell me? It's the same game just played by different sides. Exactly. But what? But but what? 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 The 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 big plan is, is this. Now, let's get the GOP. Let's get all our portals up and and, and and ready. And we got to go. Forty-five to say it to the evangelicals or whatever the the, the, the white preachers are saying. Okay, he done said. Yeah, what she said. Evangelicals. You know, if we don't win the March, the, the, the November midterms, there will be violence. That's what you said. There oh, yeah, will be sure. violence. That's, a civil, that's what I was talking earlier here's, about. Here's it. the question. About it. But, but here's, because the question. It here's the question. Where yeah. is yeah. the violence going to come from? Where's it going to come from? Has there ever been violence before? 
But once again, if I continue to feed my sheep, continue to feed and feed and plant seed and plant seed, eventually something's going to start growing. Uh-huh. And what's going to happen? Oh, we got to go and vote. We got to go and do this. We got to go and do this. No, we got to take up and defend our own. What are you defending? Because you're being used just like everybody else. But you walk around with your eyes closed and you don't realize that's what's really going on. So once again, the sheeple are being led by the nose and, and they're being led right off the cliff and nobody seems to notice or care. That's mm-hmm. why I say the biggest thing we can do, number one, is get out of voting completely Democrat. Get out of that. Okay, get out of that. Number two, stop voting completely Republican. If you check this system out, this system is is it's rigged. At least forty-five was right about that. It's rigged. And this it's a sham election. In some in, in some in some elections, if you're a Republican, you're the only one who can vote. If you're a Democrat, you're the only one who vote. In these two two primaries right here, if you're independent, you just out there looking at both of them. But let's change that. Let's change this system. Let's say I have this guy over here, and he's saying everything I, I support. But because he's a Republican, and I'm so-called a Democrat, I'm not, not allowed to vote for him until, quote-unquote, the general election. But wait a minute. What does that leave me then? Or vice versa for, for, for a Republican and Democrat? Right. The system is but closed. It's a closed system. But then yeah. you have to face... You have to face the back the backlash from families yes, yes. and what have you because over over so many years or so many generations traditionally we voted Democrat we voted Republican and what have you, which yes, means yes. basically for generations families have been brainwashed, conditioned to think only on one level where we should be thinking on a totally bigger picture level. Mm. You know, well let's vote for the name we know. Uh, um, before John McCain passed, may he rest in heaven, he had been there for, what, 40-something years, 30, 40 years? Really? Uh-huh. That's a long time. How do you expect anything to change if you keep putting the same old cronies back in there? Uh-huh. Like, like McCain. Like McCain, for example. John McCain. Uh-huh. Yeah, but so, so uh-huh. um, yeah. what, what I'm saying is, until we, yes, yes. Until we get... Until we get the, the, the citizens and the people to wake up and realize they're just being led in a circle, which is basically what's happening, yeah. it, it's nothing that's going to change in this system that we call our political system. It's not going to change at all. Yeah, and I, Another problem is that, my friends, you know, 60% of the budget goes to military and martial uh, complex. And then, uh, you know... Uh, and also we we put uh, uh, all the, our missiles and our soldiers in Europe. We put our soldiers in Africa. We put our soldiers in South Korea. We put uh, uh, all our uh, military. I mean, we have how, how much? We have only one million military uh, active duty right now, only. And then all are dispersed. Uh, I mean, dispersed all over the world. And yet, uh, we have extra one million in case of emergency. We have two million. And you know, 
we pay how much money to uh, uh, European Union, NATO, how much we pay, uh, you know, to South Korea for uh, our soldiers. Uh, South Korea doesn't pay a dime. And other uh, countries in Africa or uh, uh, all around the globe, you know, that's where the money goes. Instead, we have to put the money invested for infrastructure of our country. Why our bridges are falling apart, my friends? Why uh, uh, potholes, potholes, potholes everywhere in the United States? The roads are crappy. You know, why, uh, uh, you know, we uh, we have, uh, I mean, Europe, if you go, I, I'm sure you have gone to Europe. If you go to Europe anywhere, as soon as you see Everything is so clean. Every car, uh, the trains are brand new. And look at the trains in New York. It's like 50, 60 years old. I mean, that they never, I mean, that's why so much accidents happens in the trains and etc. Uh, because they don't have latest technology on it or upgraded the systems. I mean, Oh, that's, that's the problems. And we don't invest in uh, education in, into our own people. So then we can turn the country back uh, forward and be- make it better. But by saying MAGA, is not, uh, MAGA, 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 is not going to work out. You ne- you, they need to do that. I mean, we should have 20% for 30% maybe. And then out of that 30%, we put it into a, a population of the United States. Let them uh, have a, 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 you know, a decent healthcare system and, you know, education. And then you look at, see, if but anybody can... That's, that's, any, any, that's not their plan, it, though. <laughs> I know. That's not the point. They don't, they don't, yes, they don't yes. really want it to work out for the American people or the American citizens. They want it to work out for the top 5% or the top 1%. That's sure. their goal. That's their agenda. Yes, and, yes. You know, like, that's, that's, that's just it. That's just it. And, and, and until, until that goal is preached, everything else is just whatever. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Of course, yeah. 
Yeah. Let's take a look at gas prices. Now, when 44 was in office, gas prices stayed between one, say, 165, two dollars, right? Right. right. Gas companies complain. All, all, all companies complain. We didn't make no profit, although they made billions of dollars. They didn't make them. And when they say they don't make their profit, you know, each year they come out with a forecast of what they want to make per quarter up until the end of the year. So if they don't reach that certain number, to them, they didn't make a profit. Now, to the normal Joe like you and me, we look at those numbers and say, huh, I'll be dang if you didn't. You just made a billion dollars, a million dollars. But according to their forecast, you know, what they thought they should have made, they didn't make it, so they didn't make a profit. Now, with gas prices hovering, now I can only speak for where I am now, between 250 uh, and 275, depending on where you're at on the, the interstate, mm-hmm. you know, they're making over what they forecast now. See, see, and once again, that's that's the difference in philosophy. You, But most people are not paying that any attention. Okay. They're not paying that any attention. So um, um, that's why I always say we have to do our own own um, um, homework and research because you can't go by what what um, they're being you being told because it's not the truth. Number one, and if it is, it's not all the truth. So. P, you want to add anything to that? Because I know, me, you have this discussion a whole lot. Yeah, no, no, you good. You, you, hey, that's it right there. You know, you, <laughs> never, you know, their their agenda is is what it is, and it, and 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 it's and you know, it, it, it's to keep you where you are. And once you realize that, they're not really interested in 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 you prospering. Okay, let's let's just say that. They're not interested in you prospering. They're not interested in you, you know, making a living for your family. They don't care anything about that. They're interested in what their bottom line is. You know, that's, that's their sole purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, and if they and if they and if they got to keep you in bondage to do that, if they got to keep you below the poverty level in order to do that, then guess what? That's what they're going to do. Uh, because as long as 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 long as you can, uh, as long as they can keep you as a a consumer. See, yes, 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 as, absolutely. Yes, as long as they can it's keep been, you. It's been, it's been, it's been, it's been the man who exactly. spent uh, make you spend mm-hmm. too much. Uh, right. YouTube it, you you will see. Yeah, because right. the iPhone ten right now came now they have XR ten and everything. Your iPhone seven S or whatever you have is more than enough. You don't need right. it. And yet, the new iPhones, it, it makes your facial recognition plus your temperature. Mm-hmm. So guess what? You know, I mean, the, uh, uh, there is no difference between the iPhone 7 and iPhone 10 or 8 or uh, 10. This is another, they brought the new ones, and I mean, people, uh, I, it, it costs $1,400 for iPhone now, the new kind XR. Uh, and, and, and it's crazy for them. They, it's like they bring it, and then people, you ask them, what's the difference between your iPhone 8 that you suppose you have? Now you want iPhone 10. They say, I don't know. I don't know what's the difference. But they can condition, condition us. That's why. You know, you to them, look, 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 to them, to them, they don't know what the difference is. But you know what the difference is? 
The more advanced they get, the easier it is for them to spy on you. Just like Alexa. That's true. You know, there have been reports of Alexa, uh, Alexa recording conversations that goes on in the house. Now, is that just oh, a coincidence? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. oh that's yes. not a coincidence. Uh-huh. So, when, when, you know, it's a reason why they call these, these gadgets smart this and smart that. Because just like you have access to it, you don't think Big Brother has that, Mr. Smith don't have access to it either? So you, you have to be careful when you start purchasing all this new new uh, smart you equipment. Yeah, because you want to keep up with the Joneses or what have you. That, hey, you just playing right into to the bigger plan of total um, societal surveillance. Of course, he right. once taught me them words, y'all. Uh, but uh, anyway, thanks, Mike. I got to get up out of here, y'all. Um, but before we do, P, I hope you got a poem for me. Um, it was great talking to Mike, man. I tell you, I hope he calls back Friday and we can have another great conversation. Hey, it's been fun, y'all. It really has. It's 430 on the clock, though. Y'all know I got to get up out of here. I want to say thank you, everybody who called in. Uh, just listen, who spoke. Mike, thank you, my brother. Call back anytime. You already know this. Know thyself in the chat room. Thank you, brother. And, and guest 729 or 749. Thank you as well. It's been fun. I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can always go back on the um, show's website, www.ericlesstalk.com, and you can uh, have a – I'll put the uh, show up there probably within the next four or five hours. You can always go back and look. You can check out the website in between time. And if by chance you want to leave a comment, there's a section there. You can leave a comment for a possible t- a topic, or if you enjoyed the show, you didn't like the show, you know, what have you. Or if you want to email me a P. Ross, my email is ericletstalk at gmail.com. P. Ross is p.leona, L-E-O-N-A dot Ross24 at gmail.com. All right, but before we get out of here, Ross, where you at with that poem? Talk to me, lady. Oh, yeah, you know I got you. You know it, you know it, you know it. Um, This is entitled, uh, excuse my characters already up on our uh, webpage, you know, you can, if you want to go. And, and, and check it out, you know, later, you can. But just something that um, I wrote according to uh, the title of the show. And, and, and I, think that it, um, I think that it really speaks to everything that, that we're kind of going through, 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 through now, you know, and in light of what's going on. So excuse my character. Excuse my character, please, if you just can't stand me being me. Said, excuse my character, please, for standing up and fighting for what I believe. Because I just can't refuse to accept your injustice, lies, and racial inequality. Unprecedented genocide of people who have less than you, systematic poverty, civil rights denied by all means, judicial, medical, and economic genocide. Police brutality without no thoughts or recompense or the loved one's loss to the loved one's loss or the man or woman that died. You have no respect for human life. And as you continually perpetuate the lies, changing the narrative from what is, from what it was originally all about, all of your racial divisive isms and schisms now hiding behind the misnomer of patriotism. 
talking about making America great again, and the same ones who perpetrate these atrocities are the same as way back then. And it just seems that the common people have no wins. So excuse me for my character, please, because you don't see what I see. And if you disagree, hey, it's all right with me. But we are a people who still are not truly free. As long as you continue to rape, lynch, oppress, and kill me, incarcerate me unjustly, telling me to go back to my own country while you cave my why you cage my children on the docks of your bays when I ask for information you have nothing to say. Broken families, we came in search of a better life, but all we got in return was hatred, pain, and strife. So excuse my character, please. But these things just can't continue to be. And if we're really going to be great, it has to include everybody. Otherwise, the only great this country is is greatly deceived. So excuse my character, please. Leona Ross, All right. Original. All right. That's what I'm talking about right there. Hey, that's a heck of a poem. As I said before, if y'all want to read that poem, you know, you're welcome to. Just go to the website, www.ericblesstalk.com, and it's right there for you, okay? Thank you, P, and you have a good one, and we'll see you come Friday. All right, y'all. Friday. All right, y'all. Like I said, I got to get up out of here. Just remember, keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you're forgiving yourself first. And the biggest, best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, baby, because you can laugh at yourself. Everything else is just gravy. All right, remember, we'll be back here Friday, 2 p.m. Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 Mountain Time. This has been Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talks, with my co-host, Pete Ross. We say have a great week, and we see you back here Friday. Out. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. <laughs>